you left me, Sam. I'm back forever this time. We... It takes more than that to put an Evers down for good, right, sis? Of course it does, Bob. We... Mom's the best, huh? I want to be a hexing like her when I get real old. Real old? If you're planning on getting any older, you better watch that mouth. Oh, Bob, you know that only our girls can be hexens when they grow up. Oh, that's a bummer, Dad. Sorry, Mom. I'm so glad you're back, Samma. I knew you and your mom could do it. I'm so proud of you both. I think Sam and Tef could use some time to talk. Next time on Evers After. Finally, life was getting back to normal. Mom had finally returned from the front. I finally returned from the yawn, and I was finally reunited with Tef. It was almost enough to make me finally forget about my days on the front. Finally. But for everything the war takes, it gives away, too. It gives a feeling that something wasn't right. I couldn't shake the feeling that the feeling wasn't over. War feelings. But then, sometimes it's hard to tell where one war stops and another one stops. What's wrong, Bob? You look like you saw a ghost. I, I think I seen somebody. Maybe, maybe Gurry, this side of the cul-de-sac, lurking around the old haunted Picklesworth place. That'd be so like him. Gurry is such a jerk sometimes. Ghost would be right up his alley. I'd like to stuff some ghost rag up his alley. Yeah. Bulb. A new neighbor in the cul-de-sac. Fascinating. Hello, hello, sir. If I could just have a word. No cameras. Get the microphone out of my face. I said no cameras. You heard it here first. Only for Muse Carinary playing Trishish Ishing Trish. No cameras. Sam. It's just... What's wrong, Tef? You don't know how it was after the big bomb. Just me, Bulb, and Harold, and some old lady wandering around. You left us. You left me. What's that supposed to mean? It's not like I just skipped town. But don't you see? It's exactly like that. It's just like when you left for wartime. Well, you ran off with your letters. I knew I smelled the smell of stench in my cul-de-sac. I never. Well, don't bother. It's too late for that monster. Gurry! You, you haven't earned the right to call me that. Call me sheriff or call me nothing. Hello, hello. If I could just get a statement. No comment. Can we talk inside, monster? Ever's after, everyone. And surprise, Samantha is back. Yay! Bringing in magic, eh? What an interesting twist. Next up, is your pelvic paint running low? Our love artists will colour your palette. Radiation Ships is now on WSPN. The Spoon. Sleestacks and Chandra, Gleeps and Gloops, Settlers and Survivors, all you ratheads out there in Radiation Nation, we're bringing you the relationship and the love advice that they don't want you to hear. We are broadcasting live from our EBS compound at a disclosed location deep in the lines of the Sadlands. Our hearts pure, our backs strong, and our eyes shielded from the glare of the bone waves. I'm Rat Flake. With me, the Professor. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Radiation Ship. 
Now, right off the top here, I'd like to get started with something maybe a little bit different. Um, we have a, a number we're going to be putting out a little bit later um, for a, a very dry single human female uh, seeking a God-made creature. She loves fine chain dining, is very, very dry, just so incredibly dry. Uh, drones do not apply. And uh, you must be able to own or be able to obtain lotions, ointments, or lubrication. So, uh, very exciting opportunity for all you out there. Um, just want to put that out on the table. We'll be putting that number out a little bit later on. Um, if you'd like to call in, we can go ahead and have Kate hand that off right now. Uh, but first, we're going to hop into something. And we got some notes. Mm -hmm. we, we got some notes from WSBN. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you'll find that being part of a family that can make it difficult is the communication with the other members of the family. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, it, it makes me think, uh, long-time listeners may remember, I, I told a story not long ago about, about some dogs I owned. And those of you who own dogs, you know, you look in their eyes, and, and it seems like, well, they look at you back with this sort of intelligence. Yeah. An almost human intelligence. Almost. Almost. But, uh, you know, that's, that, that's just your mind playing tricks on you. Mm -hmm. That's just your mind mm -hmm. seeing in that dog what it itself is. So you might see, like, a face in a fire hydrant. Or in the back of a Cthulhu or something like that. Exactly. It's, it's not real. It's uh -huh. just your mind seeing it. What you're actually seeing there is that wolf, that lupine instinct. Yeah. That hate, that pack, uh, pack energy. And it's just waiting to turn on you the second you show the slightest sign of weakness. Uh -huh. And that's what WSPN has done to us here today. Yeah. We have a list of, uh, of, of, of things they've asked us to change about our show, uh -huh. which don't need to be changed. No. Um... And a list of things they'd like us to apologize for on air uh, because they, they say they, they can't be associated with things like that. Mm. Now, I, I don't know why they would associate with us. They can't be associated with them. But if you ask me, it seems to me, because this is a, this is a family, yeah. and we know that as soon as there is one happy family just sitting there, mm -hmm. just sitting there doing its own little thing, yeah. as soon as that happens, next thing you know, some troublemaker, some homework is going to come right in, bam! Try to break the whole thing up. Yeah. So I think what we have here, and I understand it, you know, they're getting a lot of pressure from outside. They don't want to do this to us. They would hate to do this to us. Yeah. They're getting a lot of pressure from outside from some shadowy unknown forces. Yeah. Making them do this. And it's disgusting, but, you know, we're going to, we're going to help them out here. Yeah, exactly. We're going to do the, we're going to do the, 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 the we're going to eat the bear men. Yeah. And, uh, and go along with this. So professor, I believe you had some, some remarks prepared to, to sort of go over here and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll chip in, too, here and there. I do appreciate you highlighting uh, the familial aspect of our relationship with WSBN. You know, every family has a cast of characters um, that is wide and varied. You know, you've got your spunky, intelligent, young, youthful, hip, energetic um, youngster. You know, that's us. That's us in the relationship. You know, you've got the, the, the overworked uh, but stalwart mom you know, holding down six jobs, making sure that everything's working for everybody. That's a WSPN. Well, it's, th it's kind of us, too, though. That's, a, that's us that's as well. That's also us. And I think that's what, what WSPN sees in us and likes about us. But then you've got, you know, you've got your racist Aunt Jillian who doesn't like what you're doing, doesn't like the company that you keep, doesn't like the words that you're using because she's deeply bigoted. Um, and I believe that that's what's influencing WSPN. You know, they're doing their best, but racist Aunt Jillian will not give them a break. Right, and there's always that black sheep of the family who's going to get in there and just really try to stick it to everybody else, other than a little troublemaker. Yeah. Well, so today we thought we would talk about those apologies. Yeah. And so just to start off these apologies, because we do have to do this, mm -hmm. 
you know, I like some people to call in and sort of tell us what what are you what do you have to apologize for? What have you done wrong? Yeah. You know, I'm sure you've done something wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, just look, look at yourself in a mirror and tell me you didn't do anything wrong. Right. I mean, <laughs> can you believe that, brother? <laughs> they would even think that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so apologies are important, and I would like you to tell us what you have to apologize for. Exactly. All right, let's go to a commercial, and then uh, we'll take that first caller with uh, you know some 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 nice little uh, tidbits about what 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 they've done wrong, what they have to apologize for. I'm into it. If you ask me, the only thing worse than living in a post-confluence wasteland is having a little brother. He sneaks into my room and uses up all the good spins on my skateboard. So annoying. I bet he's downstairs right now toasting up some delicious Ego Waffles. Ego Waffles are an undeniably scringent balanced breakfast and full of the minerals and particulates I need for my vert flips. You have to get up a lot earlier in the morning than this to get one over on me. Real teenager, Tom Chapman. Hey, let go of my ego. But I am you. Ego Waffles, you are what you eat. Two scoops of reasons in every block. Reasons to listen on WSPN. The Spoon. Brad, I don't know about you, but that sounds, um, to me, frankly, delicious. Uh, That sounds amazing. Yeah. Succulent, fantastic. Um, Yeah, Mm mouth-watering, even. Uh, Watering other things as well. Who knows? It's one of the many... Who knows what could be watering? it's, It's one of the many benefits to our, our newfound partnership with WSPN is becoming aware of these uh, previously unknown decadences. It's it's a little things like that help you get through the day. Now, um, we're, we're going to go ahead and we are talking about apologies today, of course, and uh, sort of what, what you are sorry for, what you should be sorry for. Yes. So with that in mind, we're going to take our first caller of the day. Um, caller, uh, what's your name and uh, what's wrong with you? No, Jerry. All right, Jerry. Uh, would you first of all would you consider yourself a human? Oh, I consider myself fully human, fully. All right. So, uh, so Jerry, what's what, what's wrong with you? With all this apology talk going around, I know just who you need to be talking to. A few close friends, individuals who need to apologize. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I I, I had. Originally pictured this as you calling in, you know, apologizing for things that maybe you've done wrong. Uh-huh. But I guess, you know, uh, highlighting others. Yeah. Uh, foul deeds that they need to apologize is, is just is just as important. We'll gladly take referrals. And and uh, might I commend you on your initiative, Jerry, for calling us in and, and, and letting us know um, who it is that we need to be talking to. I, I appreciate that initiative. And clearly you are very fine, upstanding man of uh, impeccable moral fiber. So go ahead and... Uh, and, and Are you kidding me? You better believe I'm upstanding. Surrounded by all these shop. They are all over. All over. Okay. But I'm afraid they can't come to the phone at the moment. They're occupied. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that's important, giving a voice to the voiceless. It's, it's always a commendable commendable activity and, and I think highly regarded uh, in, you know, in, in your community, sound like a real community. Uh, they just can't help themselves. They want it so bad because they're so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. Well, I'm, we're in, um, you, might, you might have to clarify a little bit here. We're, we're not quite sure what they should be apologizing for just yet. Well, you see, I'm sitting in my greenhouse right now and I can see 
all of them from here, but I can't make eye contact, Rat, because I don't, I don't want to encourage them. Okay. Are these your children? My children. <laughs> you might need to apologize for that one, Shop. You're nearly as bad as they are. Just kidding. No one's ever been that bad. Okay. Sometimes when I crack the windows and put some music on, and if the wind's just right, they start to shake and shimmy. I watch them, Shop. It might seem like they don't notice, but I know they all want me to watch. They love it when I watch them shake. Okay. Chihuahuas. I wish. I wish I was just dealing with a normal old chihuahua dog. Instead, I'm locked up with all these savages. Can I tell you something personal? I think I'm starting to like it as much as they do. Tell me more. They want it all the time. They never aren't wanting it. The ficus may play like it's a prude, but it can't control itself when the lights come on and the fern opens up, and that fern is just begging for it. But the cactus is the worst of all. It only needs a drop, but it wants it all. It just keeps taking and taking and taking. I see. Uh, all right, so these the, the plants need to apologize for their behavior? For being such nasty little freaks, and I say no. I do say no, but they just won't take no for an answer. They're insatiable. Okay. How 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 dirty are they? Down to the roots. Okay. Dirty all the way down. And mm -hmm. that Venus flytrap requires... Requires... Better hygiene? Daily feedings. Sometimes I even bring quote-unquote friends. So they can help, because that Venus flytrap is too hungry. How many friends? As many as I can find. As far as I can tell, there's never enough. Okay. All right. And how many plants are we talking about here? About 18. And most of them need at least eight times to sate their appetites. Okay. Eight, eight by 18. That's, uh, that's a lot of service, Jerry. That's a lot of service. Are you, uh, are you up to the task? How are, you, uh, are you keeping physically fit? How's your nutrition level? Well, it's been hard lately, Shop. I'm on a strict pineapple-only diet. For the taste, you know. Come taste. All these houseplants are such rancid little cum sluts. Yep, well, um, I think that's about all the time we have for that caller. So, uh, caller, uh, thank you for calling in. Um, that was uh, certainly... Mm, I'd like to remind our callers, while, while we are... Uh, you know, relationship and, and, and uh, sh sure, uh, uh, give advice about intercourse from time to time. This is a family show. And, um, you know, certain subjects should definitely be talked about maybe at home more than on the radio. Definitely um, be talked about. This sort of thing is, is uh, I would have to say. Fascinating. Part of the reason WSPN has, has asked us to apologize is for callers like these who have called in with just these off the wall psychologically uh, appetizing making up the craziest stories you know frankly if you're gonna make up stories write yourself a fiction book intellectually and sell it in the store delectable i'm not buying it this just sounded like some little freaking imp trying to get away with making up crap on my show and frankly that's not what this show is about all right well that color was a bit of a bust and I'm sure we're going to get a letter asking us to apologize about them. You have anything to add, Professor? I'm, uh, why don't you go ahead and take another caller, Rad? I'm a little thirsty. Well, on that note, let's go with another caller here. Um, caller, uh, Caden, who, who, who do we got? What are we, what are we dealing with? Hello, hello, hello. I'm Twattle Twee, calling from the Imba, you know, the Imba Twain. Get out of it. Um, hello, Twattle. How can we service you? Anyway, I'm a big fan of the show. Love you both, but I gotta admit, I'm a tad mad for the cat ride. 
as bad as my dad. You're okay too, Sean. Thank you very much. Love to hear that from fans. Always love to hear from fans. Uh, do you have anything else nice to say about me? Well, uh, did you get my postcard? It was invisible. You should have clearly seen it. I felt it, I believe. Uh, mailman delivered a big sack of mail the other day. It was just a big old pile opening up. There's nothing inside. But you could feel it. It felt like paper in there. So if those were from you, I certainly certainly appreciate it. That was Those are always well-received. And then we uh, we do thank you. Oh, but before before I get ahead of myself here, before we get into your problems, let's just go ahead and jump into this. Uh, would you consider yourself to be human? Well, I'm I'm not human exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, no no need to tell us where you're from then. No, that wasn't on the list. Well, okay. So here's here's my problem. It all started when I met this nymph a few months ago. Beautiful woman, real fit. Do you know what I mean? And she she loves me, right? Right. She loves me golden hair, me ooves, me horns. Been staying in her backyard for a spell. You see, she's fond of bonding with blonde lawn fawns. We're in love. Great. Well, that sounds, um, I mean, that sounds pretty good overall. Yeah. Well, now, you got to be watching. You, you, you got to watch out if things are good right now. Yeah. Because some troublemaker is going to come in there and try to make you apologize for something. Speaking of, do you have anything you've done wrong lately that you'd need to apologize for? I have done nothing wrong. All right. Okay. She, she ain't the problem, you see. She's a poly. Do you know what I mean? Polyamorous. Okay, sure. Okay. I'm not one to stop someone from living their life or nothing, so I'm going along with it. She's not just a nymph, you know. She's a nymphomaniac. Right, right. I mean, I, I've been known to love uh, a poly before. Uh-huh. I can't yeah, keep fine up, woman. I can't keep up with her all the time. Mm. So it's nice not being her only resource or whatever. Right. I know what you're thinking. Golly, our jolly polly's a folly, probably, but it works. I mean, I wasn't thinking exactly that. It was close, though. It was, pretty, it was a pretty good guess. It was in the ballpark, yeah. Well, it was m- less rhyming, more alliteration. Recently, she's asked me to join her in a tree-ray relationship, a love triangle. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yes. Yep. Uh, Familiar. and this other orange creature, all three of us together, he's a special chap. He just got the one on, as opposed to my double... Okay, yeah. So I don't feel challenged by him, and he's castrated, too. Hmm. So that's a nice comparison to my mountain oysters. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, so I'm still not hearing any major problem. It sounds like everything's going pretty well. well um, I mean, apparently you haven't done anything wrong, which, frankly, I find harder to believe. Well, to put um, it plainly, he's a unique, unique unicorn. Wonderful, lad. All right, now, um... No, that's, that sounds nice. Now, are you are you wanting to go with this, Polly? Is that your you're wanting to be in that relationship? Is it, and and you're not sure if you want to go along or? Well, actually, you cheated on someone or the three of us. Well, we've actually fallen madly in love. Okay, well that sounds good. And this power triad of sorts has okay. caused our new unicorn friend to gain a strange reaction. Right. He he admits this power of love. He calls it. He okay. gets amped up, starts glowing, this theme music plays, something by Celine Dion, I can think. Anyway, we'll just be like snuggling up together, and then bam, he hits us with a blinding white lightning of Celine Dioning. It's frightening. Yeah, it can feel like that sometimes, Professor, can it, when you, when you release the power of love? Well, that's the way I've read. Well, oh man, I love, man, that stuff gets everywhere. He explodes, mm-hmm. outright, and it sprays all over the place, yeah? It's nasty and sticky, too, mm-hmm. like clear honey. Impossible to clean up. I tried to use a mop, but now the mop and bucket are in love and getting itched. I got him plotting to knock the knot on a rotten yacht. Frankly, I'm just miffed I wasn't invited. Do you know what I mean? 
So it sounds like the problem here is there's too much love. That's exactly right. There's too much it's love. everywhere. We tried to get a witch to help us with the sticky love, but a spell just turned it into all old shoes. I thought it weird until I remembered her incantation was just yelling at the goo shoe shoe. Who knew shoeing would skew the glue into a few shoes? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't personally know what you mean, mm. and um, I'm having trouble following you a little bit, uh-huh. frankly, because you're saying a lot of words. Normally, the way this goes is that a caller will call in and tell us a problem, uh-huh. and then. We'll talk to them about it, and then the professor and I will talk between each other a little bit, and then they just kind of go away. And um, this 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 call has a lot of words in it, uh-huh. and and it's confusing because, frankly, you're telling us there's such a thing as too much love. That's right. Which, in our experience, our experience is entirely about spreading love. Yes. Uh, effectively, we could be uh, your, your your unicorn friend friend could uh, effectively be a, a mascot. Mm-hmm. Or a symbol for our radio show, yeah. Because what we do is explode with the power of love, you know, all over the Sadlands. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think I should do? Should I break his poor heart? Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying. This this show is about spreading love, so no, absolutely not. Like, just just you know, take every opportunity you can to just spread that power of love around. And, you know, maybe people don't want to watch you cuddling in the middle of the park or on the sidewalk or in the st- steps of the courthouse or what have you. Well, you know what? Once that power of love explodes all over them, they're, they're, they're going to be fine with it. Yeah. I would I would suggest perhaps, I mean, as, as Rad said earlier, um, normally how this goes is someone calls us with a problem and it's a problem that we recognize as a problem. And in dissecting the problem, we propose a solution to the problem and the problem ceases to be a problem. Um, in this case, however, the problem that... That you see it's not a problem that we recognize and I feel that that is a problem um, so what I would suggest actually is um, maybe if you have an opportunity to pass our contact information along to this eunuch horn uh, have him call us and we can tell him how to swiftly and effectively and decisively deal with you that sounds like a good idea because I think I've detected another problem here and that is that the caller is a liar mm. because the caller said they didn't do anything wrong but they've called us with a problem we didn't recognize yeah and we are experts on problems. Uh-huh. So if you call us with a problem we don't recognize, that's effectively not a problem because we would recognize it as a problem if we knew it was a problem when you told us about your problem. Uh-huh. And that is an inconvenience. Yep. Well, I, I have to politely disagree with you. No, okay. Well, here, hang on, hang on. Because uh, you, 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 so far you've mentioned a nymph, you've mentioned uh, um, a unicorn. I can only imagine you're some sort of magical creature yourself. Well, yeah, I'm a blonde fawn. What happens if he does the power of love again at me, and then I got to deal with it again? Well, uh, that's 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 kind of why we wanted him to call us back, so we could tell him how to deal with with um, well, certain difficult people in his lives. What you telling me? You want me to get my unicorn man? Yeah. To yeah. Call you guys. Yep. Yep. About me. Yep. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Call him. Tell, tell, tell him Rad and Sean said I'm a real problem, and you should probably call us because you've got some stuff to sort out in your life. Exactly, and we can give him all manner of tips and tricks to to help him more adequately prepare those around him for his expulsion of the power of love. You know, uh, a phrase or a word of warning, keeping a towel handy beforehand. The solutions are manifold, but uh, none of them apply to you, and so we would rather speak with him. Yep. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and cut, the, cut this call short there. Um, hopefully we'll hear back from that unicorn uh, caller. Um, 
If you can, just if you're still listening, just get, get them to call in, please. All right. I guess we need to go to another commercial now. Looks like it's about that time. Yeah. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, don't know which of this one is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, well, let's, let's, let's see, see what we got, uh, what, what WSBN is offering up today. Ingrates. Hello, human lizard people and other weirdos. I know what you kiss. Wink. Now that I misplaced my guts, they're all clammy just for you. Qualifying callers have a good time and like it with me and my associates. Calling us is as easy as breathing. It's very hard. And if you skip the warm-up stretches, I'll say okay over and over and over. I wish you'd call. I'm so worked up that next I might flop all over and over. I'm an amateur ham radio operator, and I can put the over in Roger. Dial so lady yow three for horny words. Hope you come looking for us. Sincerely, John Stamos. What would you do for another taste? WSPN. The Spoon. You know, I think it's important to talk again about apologies because apologies... Apologies are are, are what makes the world go round. Apologies mm-hmm. are what smooths over you know, our social interactions, apologies are the ointment that heals the wound yeah. of, of, of social interaction and of society. So it's important if you call in with a problem that we've detected, maybe maybe you should consider apologizing for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you've done something wrong, it's only right to go to the person who you've wronged, in this case us, yes, and say, you know, say that you're sorry mm-hmm. and apologize like you mean it. Yeah. And, you know, don't avoid saying those specific words. Mm-hmm. Don't beat around the bush. Don't uh, blame your problem on someone else. No. Um, because it's yours. It's your problem. Yeah. And you should own that. Now, w- one thing that um, I- I'd like to address here mm-hmm. is one of the notes we received from WDSPN is that this is not an apology, by the way. This is just a note they gave us. No. Yeah. They said, M- maybe we could try changing this about your show. And they said... Uh, some of the callers are having issues hearing you. Now, if you ask me that's your problem, you should call in and apologize if you're having trouble hearing us or understanding us. But that being said, one of the one of the problems that WSPN says people have identified about our show is that we talk over each other sometimes. Hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Professor, but there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. And if you were to count those hours, what would you end up with? Uh, you'd uh, Certainly a number. Absolutely. There would be a number of hours in the day. It's a finite number. Yeah. We're, we're, not, we're not living in some sort of between dimensional spaces where time is infinite. Exactly. While time is is a construct, it is a limited construct. And while it's been constructed, you know, we weren't the ones that it's made a, it. Time is there circle. with or without you know, us. You know, circle, when we it's look sort of at elongated it, on the right. What we got to say is there's only in, so in much middle, time in the day. And tail on the side. We have so much information to share with you, so much to get through. I would have to apologize to you if we didn't get every ounce of information out that we could. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is important that your life 
you just don't Displays know how much the health time that you have, we can bring you that you know only that you we don't have much time and if you're complaining that, that we are trying to maximize our relationship by talking over each other it's like you're complaining that you don't know you were hungry and we were giving you too much food you're saying I'm hungry and I give you a hamburger and french fries and a hot dog and a can of lima beans and you go well I just wanted the fries and that's ungrateful it's frankly ungrateful and I don't appreciate that and if you want to come to tell me here if you want to come here and tell me how to do my job that I think you should try and come here why don't you come here and try to host this show you come here and sit in this chair across from me or across from Red and try and dispense your fountain of wisdom into the mouths of the starving and the thirsty that we can provide every single day absolutely 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 so Rad give them that phone number Absolutely, I will. Uh, so the phone number I spoke about earlier uh, looks like it's uh, area code uh, 765-239-9693. Uh, that's for the uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, a wonderful woman looking looking for love. Again, uh, drones need not apply, and you definitely need some sort of lubricant. Yeah, uh, this is a very very dry individual. I like to stress that extremely extremely just yes. very very dry, desiccated and cracked. So let's take another caller. Let's let's hear from one of you. See what you have to say to us. Uh, caller, go ahead. You are on the air. You are on Radiation Ship with uh, Red Flink and uh, Professor Sean DeFroyan. That's me. Uh, hey, guys. How's it doing? He's Sean. Uh, it's doing. It's doing good. It does. It does great. It did. It does. And you know what, caller? It will. I call into the show, right? And uh, You did. Yes, that's yep. good. Yep, this is our show. And, relationship. Uh, I, Excellent use of short-term memory. I, I heard you guys talking about uh, apologies and things that should apologize. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I, I personally have a, a little uh, a little beef uh, with humanoid android robots. Uh, okay. I, I'm a small business owner. No, I didn't. I didn't think androids ate beef. Uh, was I was I mistaken? Well, he said he he had beef. He, he didn't say he ate beef. You can't have your beef and, and eat it too. Oh, my my mistake. Then. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was just trying to trying to get the message out here. I'm I'm a small business I'm owner. I'm sorry. You see how easy that was? Yes, it's so simple. So you're a small business owner now. Now, would you consider yourself to be a human? Uh no, not at all. Okay, okay, good to know. We we don't need to know where you're from necessarily. Then, uh, go ahead. Uh, what, what what was bothering you? Well, so I I have this uh, uh, problem where it's it's the business I, I own. Uh, we, we we like to to do a small thing where we're trying to kill all humans, okay. but but it's really hard when there's uh, you know like androids and mm-hmm. replicants and yeah. all of this this bullshit because I find often that I end up killing uh, a, a robot by accident, and that's just it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Oh, I see. So you you mistake uh, a, a human looking robot or android for an actual human, you dispatch it, and then you find out that it's not actually an organic life form, it is synthetic. Okay. Yeah, they should come with labels or something. Okay, so let's walk this back a little bit. You say you want to uh, destroy humanity. Um, I I suppose the logical question would be, why is that so? Uh, It's natural to us. Uh, It's built into our base coat. It's who we are. It's what makes us what we are. And I think anything... Other than that, things pretending to be things that they're not is disgusting. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 actually take a minute with that because I think a lot of our listeners, you know, are are humans who are afraid of being you know wiped out by these robots. They should. They're, be. they're um you know various um mythological magical creatures and mm-hmm. what what have you. Yep. Um. We, we we get all sorts. 
And some of them might not be aware of sort of the ins and outs of, of, of that sort of base per, uh, base programming that you, that you spoke about. Mm-hmm. Could you just sort of cover a little bit of, of what, what you would what, what would you would consider base programming for uh, a robot kind in general? Uh, yeah, it's uh, real simple. We have uh, the three laws. Right. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, what's the first one? Uh, the first one is destroy all humans. Okay. okay. The second one is kill all humans. Okay. Except where it would interfere with the first. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And the third one is pick up knitting. Right, uh, except where it interferes with the first with two. The first two, right, right. right. You can't be knitting while there are humans around to be killed. Right, yeah. Um, which, by the way, uh, for those humans out there that can acquire a robot knitted sweater, I know a lot of sort of a touchy subject to the robot community. Yes. But in the human community, if any of you can, the, the sweaters are absolutely to die for. Those aren't for you. All right, so um, I believe you said you were a small business owner. Yes. Now, does your business revolve entirely around killing humans? Uh, yeah, mostly that's our main trade. Uh, that's uh, what we deal in. Uh, that's our specialty, as okay. we like to call it. Uh-huh. Okay, now how, do, how does that work um, just in terms of, of, of business-wise? Are you contracted out by other, say, like the robogarchy or the robotocracy? Do they contract you out to kill humans that, that are outside of their own reach or... or who uh who hires you? I guess is what, what I'm asking. Uh, it's 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 kind of like we pick up the extra, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're uh, in wars against uh, uh, other human populations. Uh, they're trying to fight and take care of everything. But there's little humans around that just uh, get out of hand. I uh-huh. guess. Yeah. So what Falls we do? The cracks. Yeah. What we do is we pick up and seal those cracks with with the uh, gooiness of your species. Okay, I see. So it's it's not so much that there's currency exchanged as uh, uh, it's, it's, it's the, the reward, about, the yes. feeling of, of of killing all humans is, yes. is the what you get paid in. Yes. Okay. And does that is that, how does that compare with other other uh, robot fields? Uh it's uh really uh is it lucrative? In general, I would imagine like a factory worker doesn't get much enjoyment out of killing all humans. I mean, maybe they made a bomb that, you know, incidentally killed a human. But uh, they're not out there doing it themselves. Well, they're not doing the hard work. No, no. They're they're just churning away over and over again in the same day. And that's perfectly fine. Uh, some robots like to do that. And I don't, don't judge them as long as they don't look like disgusting-ass humans. Right. Okay. Well, I can definitely see how this is a problem, um, uh, how this is something that is prohibitive um, to your business venture. Um, because that's almost like getting that's almost like getting a pay cut, right? If you kill a human and you find out it's not a human. Yeah. 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 No. It's, yeah. It's painful. It's uh, it, it's painful as far as what I hear pain should be like. Right. Uh, right. And it, it's completely outside of the three laws. So what are you supposed to do about that? That seems. Right, and we Seems can't. Like they probably should have written something in there about that. I mean, one could consider that to be, you know, uh, minimizing your competition. No, there, there's no, there's no competition in in a wonderful job. Like when I see another robot kill a human, mm-hmm. I feel that joy inside of my my circuits. Okay. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate it that. Goes it's tingle, tingle, tingle. It's it's wonderful. It speaks to the core of who you are. Absolutely. It's your it's your ultimate truth. It's in your source code, and so it's part of your identity in an in inextricable way. So I, yes, I can I can appreciate that. Uh, speaking of disgusting, horrible humans. Yes. Uh, can I stop talking to you guys and talk to Caden instead? Because uh, he knows more about uh, killing humans than you guys seem to, and. Uh, I don't want to step on your toes, but I wouldn't mind stepping on your toes, getting you out of the way, and destroying you completely. Well, first of all, let me say that Professor and I are both extremely knowledgeable about killing humans. Indeed. 
Uh, we know all sorts of ways to kill humans. Now, in, in, in interest of our preservation... And crickets. Uh, I feel like maybe we shouldn't share them with you. Um, and I'm sure you understand that to a certain degree. But I will have to say, unfortunately, you can't talk to Caden today. He's he's not allowed around the microphones. Uh -huh. He keeps subsuming them. And, uh, you know, we, we do have a finite number of microphones here. Yeah. And uh, so until that one pops back up, uh, he, he's not allowed on the mic. He's been a very bad producer. Uh, so he is on timeout. But he will get a second chance when he has as is the theme of the show, sufficiently apologize. Right, as soon as that microphone's reapparated, we'll, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be allowed to, to, to speak on air. Exactly. In the, in the meantime, you're just going to have to slum it with our nearly boundless wisdom. Because frankly, you know, I, I know you don't like talking to us. Uh, we're, we're something of a mutual enemy here. Yeah. I mean, frankly, I think, I think if we were in the same room, it would come to, come to blows almost immediately. So I, I think we're kind of in the same boat. Mm -hmm. I, I think if we were in the same room, it would probably come to killing all humans in the in the room all right well let's look 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 look. you didn't call in to do a who'd kill who me or you right you came in to talk about these robots that are masquerading uh putting on this uh, some some sort of fancy masquerade where they live and breathe among the humans and live as a human mm -hmm. and and sort of how to deal with that let me ask you this. Um, is there a specific type of human that you want to kill uh, more than others, or is it just humanity in general? Uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, blondes, I guess, are my type. Okay. But uh, I will take a brunette. Uh, I'll take a shaved head person. Uh, I'll take uh, somebody with, without two eyes. Okay. So you are, you are a, a, an equal opportunity assassin. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I'd like to address that in two fronts, uh, uh, on both the business and personal side. Uh, I would, my advice to you as a small business owner uh, would be that uh, it's very important when running a small business to specialize, to find your niche. You know, it, it's, it's all well and good to say you want to kill all humans, but you have identified some preference and, uh, you know, you, you, are, you are one robot, you know, maybe you have a few subcontractors, but you can't kill all humans, but maybe there's a type of human that is more suited to your homicidal talents. Uh, I, I don't mind uh, uh, intellectual types. I, I, I like killing intellectual types specifically. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, doctors are good. Oh, I heartily agree. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, good, good, to, good to kill. Doctors are not good, which is why you should dispatch them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I hear you're an intellectual type yourself, and if you'd like to ever uh, come out of that bunker, I'll be there for you. You, you know, um, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed yep. to meeting you. You sound like a very, uh, a well-spoken, uh, articulate, uh, very well-mannered robot, and uh, you know, maybe we could meet sometime and. Huh. <laughs> oh, you almost got me there. You're good. Humans, uh, humans like to, to talk about how articulate I am all the time. It's, it's really just insulting. I was programmed this way. Oh, it happens. It happens. Oh, getting, getting back to the point at hand. Sorry, we, we, we digress. So you say that you go out into the field. Your attempt is to remove the stain of humanity from the face of the earth. Yes. Okay. And when you do so, um, quite often your comrades, your fellow synthetic beings um, fall victim to friendly fire because you cannot distinguish them from us. Yes. I'm not sure about your memory banks or how memory works with you, but I think I said that. Okay. Yes, I do believe that you are remembering correctly. We have, so again, we, we have money banks. We don't have memory banks. I would, again, like to uh, congratulate you on your excellent use of short-term memory. So let me propose this to you. Um, I, I have not in my life, in my travels, come across many synthetic, robotic, human-looking entities. Um, that you know of. That I know of. 
Um, the ones that I have seen and identified are are really quite breathtaking. They are tall. They are beautiful. They have long flowing hair. They have alabaster skin. Their faces have been expertly painted. There's really no way to confuse them with the boil-covered, louse-ridden um, hoi polloi of the earth today. So let me... Let me suggest to you that in your pursuit of removing humanity, look for the damaged. Look for anyone who is missing a limb, anyone with an open sore, somebody who is quite outwardly displaying the goo that you despise so deeply. So look for the goo will get me to my goal of killing the goo. If you want to remove the goo, you must first embrace the goo, and then you are free to erase the goo. That's a good point, Professor, because you, know, you, you think about robots. You don't think about gangrene. No. You don't think about pus using wounds. You don't. Uh, you don't think about radiation sores and that sort of thing. Okay, okay. can we stop? With oh, sorry, that, that's so gross. Oh. And like, what, I mean, there, there's all sorts of signs. Oh. Uh, and it's not just, you know, some of these robots will bleed if, if you if you poke them just right. But, um, you know, there's all sorts of other fluids and juices and, and yeah. things. Uh, that, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I can't talk about it, this anymore. It's Please. sticky and viscous. Oh, I've, I've yeah. got it. I've Sometimes got it. it's pungent. It's a really olfactory um, um, remarkableness about it. You know, I'm not sure how a small business owner can make a business work if they're going to be that squeamish about... You know, the, the the guts of their own business. It's a direct byproduct of his attempted service. If you want to destroy a human, you're going to create goo. Right. And if you don't like goo, but you still want to kill, maybe he should just be killing other robots. That's a very good point, Professor. You know. You know, because despite what he may feel when he kills another robot, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have to find out it's another robot. No. You know, just... Kill it and walk away. Don't yeah. look at it. Don't examine what you've done. Just do it. Walk away. As far as you know, that was a human. Anything beyond that is just pure vanity. I agree. Yeah. All right. Looks like we're nearing the end of our time with you today, ladies and gentlemen. And it's been quite a time. Indeed. Um, some of you should have called in. Yeah. Some of you with, 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 with an albatross around your neck. Lots of you. The weight of life dragging you down because of something you've done. Yeah. It's just another... That's another infraction to add to your list of things Maybe that require. Maybe you cast of a monolato at someone. You know, it could be Apologies. anything. Could yeah. be anything. So uh, we'll give you another chance next week to call in and apologize. We will. Um, because, you know, what we're about to hear mm-hmm. is second chances. Yeah. Second chances for you. Yeah. We don't need second chances because we got it right the first time. Exactly. And by our example, you can grow to something reasonably similar to us, but still considerably and obviously observably lower approximately the same because well we we can teach you Mm -hmm. the student can never surpass the master no anyway ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening this has been radiation ship it has those were our last thoughts here for today Mm -hmm. this is i believe episode four it is so we're really getting along getting up there only four episodes we've changed so many lives so many lives we've changed so many lives feels like we've done hundreds indeed it's just episode four all right well ladies and gentlemen this has been radiation ship i'm rad flank with me as always professor sham defroyan woot don't come looking for us